your Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of our Locked On rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. My name is Seth Topal, host of Locked On Wild and Wild Super Fan. And uh, on today's show, we are going to talk about the Matt Boldy signing and if there's potential that we could see Boldy by the end of the season. We'll also give an update on Zach Parisi's status uh, with him still on the COVID-19 list. We're also going to take a look at the lines from the 4-3 shootout loss and see if there's any tweaks that we would make to them going forward. And we will also take a look at uh, Game 2 of the Wild Sharks series, which happens tonight at 9.30. So plenty to get to here today. And uh, why don't we start it by taking a look at the big news from yesterday, that of course being that uh, the Wild have signed Matt Boldy to a three-year entry-level contract. And uh, Boldy will burn, according to Michael Russo, he will burn the first year of eligibility in order to report directly to the Iowa Wild. So after the season was done for Boston College, thanks to uh, St. Cloud State in the NCAA tournament, Boldy's priorities immediately began to getting signed with the Wild and uh, so that he can go right to Iowa and uh, get some experience there. Uh, for those that maybe aren't familiar with Boldy, an explosive scorer, to say the least, had uh, an unbelievable season at uh, Boston College this year and uh, also had some uh, pretty uh, pretty good moments in the World Junior Championships as well. So uh, a guy who definitely brings some explosive offensive output and uh, is going to be somebody that I think we will see on the Wild roster before too long. You look at uh, where this Wild roster is at, and uh, they've got a few guys that will be free agents uh, that are uh, currently with the team but only signed to one-year deals. Uh, Marcus Johansson, uh, one of those names. Also, uh, you've got Nick Bugstad. You've also, uh, I believe, got Nick Bonino. Uh, that is going to be a uh, free agent as well. Yep, Benino, Bugstad, and Johansson, all unrestricted free agents after the season is done. Uh, you've also got uh, some big decisions with uh, Kevin Fiala becoming a restricted free agent, as will, of course, uh, Kirill Kaprizov and Jordan Greenway. So uh, some big decisions that will need to be made there. Uh, a lot of money that uh, the Wild are going to have to allocate to keep those players and as a result uh, they're not going to have a whole lot of money to spend on free agents um, depending on some of the other moves they make I mean there's always the chance I suppose that uh, you could find a way to get rid of Zach Parisi or Ryan Suter Uh, we're not going to focus on that here today Matt Dumba I suppose as well would be an option to uh, get rid of as well and free up $6 million in cap space there. But uh, really, 
The biggest thing here is that uh, I think there's a great chance, just like with Marco Rossi, I think there's a great chance that we see Boldy, if not by the end of the year, then definitely into next season uh, when he could make his uh, his Minnesota Wild debut and uh, could have an impact with this team, uh, like I said, depending on some of the other moves that they make. So Boldy is officially signed and will report to the Iowa Wild. Hopefully we'll get a chance to see him play here within the uh, the next week or two and uh, can get kind of an idea of where he slots into the AHL as he uh, awaits his NHL debut. So a little bit of an update on Boldy. Um, in terms of Zach Parisi's status, still on the COVID-19 protocol list uh, that was updated yesterday. And so Parisi obviously didn't travel with the team to San Jose. Um, his status is going to be up in the air going forward. And uh, it sounded like at last updates, Marcus Felino still um, a little ways away uh, from being able to return to the Wilds uh, after the injury that he sustained um, a couple of weeks ago. So while definitely missing those guys as well, as, uh, as we'll talk about when we look at the line combinations that the Wild employed in their loss to the Sharks, uh, they're definitely missing Felino, And uh, as soon as he's able to come back, that, uh, that will be all the better. Uh, for this wild team. So uh, no real update, I guess, on Parisi's status uh, and uh, Felino as well. So uh, we're just going to continue to see some guys mixed in uh, with the regulars. And uh, so that will be up to Dean Evison to uh, have to try to juggle those guys and uh, see what happens um, over the next few games. Because we got Vegas coming up here in, uh, in a couple of games, and so that uh, that's going to be something that the Wilds hopefully are up to the task for, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. Colorado and the St. Louis Blues all mixed in uh, here as well by uh, the middle of the month. So some tough games coming up for the Wilds uh, as they continue to, uh, to float in that third-place spot in the Honda West division. So there is a look at uh, Matt Boldy's status as well as an update on Zach Parisi and Marcus Foligno. Coming up next, we will take a look at the Wilds line combinations and uh, we'll try to get a little bit of a sense as to if we want to make some changes or if uh, the Wilds should just stay put uh, with what they have. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join a conversation about your favorite league. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You can even find Lockdown hosts across the NBA, MLB, and NHL. So go download the free Locker Room app right now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link to your Twitter, and join the NHL group for the latest league updates. I know you'll find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. I can't wait to join you all on the app. I'll be sure to let you know once the Lockdown Wild Room is live. Download the Locker Room app today. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. 
I'm sure by now you've heard us talk to you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market. Built Bar is the amazing, low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. But the question remains what's the best Built Bar flavor? We are attempting to answer that with Built Bar Madness. Head to BuiltBar.com to check out the Built Bar Bracket, which features the matchup of mint brownie and coconut brownie chunk. If I had to pick, I would throw my weight behind mint brownie. Gotta love it. Uh, And that will then determine the championship matchup against cookie dough chunk. So head to BuiltBar.com to view the bracket. You can also find them on Twitter at BarBuilt. And make sure to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best-tasting protein bar. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Taking a look now at the Wilds lines from the 4-3 shootout loss. And uh, the Wilds went with Kirill Kaprizov, Victor Rask, and Matt Zuccarello. That's a line that we are uh, certainly familiar with. They then had uh, for their second line Marcus Johansson, Ryan Hartman, and Kevin Fiala. Then Jordan Greenway, Jewel Erickson-Eck, and Nick Benino. And they finished with Nico Sturm, Luke Johnson, and Nick Bugstad. And the question that I have that I'm going to try to answer is if those line pairings are what we want going forward. Now, obviously, it's not going to be permanent because you're always, as a coach, juggling lines to try to optimize offensive output. But we've gotten to a point where we're seeing um, some of the lines that were productive early in the season uh, are not as productive now. Um, In particular, the Kirill Kaprizov, Victor Rask, and Matt Zuccarello line, that line has slowed down um, considerably over the last few games. And in particular, Victor Rask, who I highlighted earlier this week, as uh, kind of reverting back to the form that we saw from him earlier in the season, uh, where he just he really doesn't um, really doesn't add a lot on the ice, and so then you've got uh, Matt Zuccarello and Kirill Kaprizov trying to handle a lot of the heavy lifting, and just not being able to really do it with uh, a center that um, doesn't offer. A whole lot um, when he's out on the ice, and so I honestly I would like to see a change made at that uh, that spot, um, and just move Victor Ask down to uh, one of the bottom two lines, and just see if that uh, helps kind of reignite Kaprizov and Zuccarello. Obviously, when we get to next year, uh, the hope will be that Marco Rossi can um, anchor that Kaprizov line and can, uh, can can add some impact himself uh, into the lineup. But at this point, I you've got so you've got some pairings that I think just work too well to be separated. 
Uh, Jordan Greenway and Jewel Erickson Eck um, have been uh, kind of up and down this season, but uh, they are very consistent um, when they are together. And uh, Jewel Erickson Eck helped Nick Benino get uh, a goal with a just filthy assist um, in the uh, the most recent game, the four three loss. So I think I'd like to just see Greenway and Jewel Erickson Eck kept together. And, uh, of course, Kirill Kaprizov and Matt Zuccarello, um, I'd like to see them kept together as well. But beyond that, I mean, do you put uh, a guy like uh, like Nick Benino up on that uh, that top line as the center there? Honestly, I think just with the speed that he uh, is able to bring to the lineup and the bursts, why not give Nico Sturm a chance and see if he's able to do something um, with Kaprizov and Zuccarello, uh, give Sturm a chance to uh, to be one of those top centers and uh, and move Rask down. Uh, maybe have him be with uh, with Johnson and Bukestad uh, until Parisi is back. But at the same time, then you look at the uh, the performance by Greenway, Eriksonek, and Benino. The fact that Benino got a goal um, with that pairing, I think you leave that line until. Marcus Foligno is ready to come back. And then in terms of uh, Marcus Johansson, Ryan Hartman, and Kevin Fiala, well, Hartman has been uh, filling the center spot. He's not necessarily a true center, and uh, Johansson is uh, seeming to play better at a wing spot than, uh, than a center position. So I would say leave that line as is for now because uh, Fiala and Johansson both had goals um, against the Sharks. So I would say leave that line intact and uh, go with Kaprizov, Sturm, Zuccarello, Johansson, Hartman, Fiala, Greenway, Jewel Eriksson Eck, and Benino, and then go with Johnson, Rask, and Bugstad. I didn't think Luke Johnson played... Um, all that badly, although he did get his bell rung with that uh, that very quick opening fight uh, to the game. So that was uh, was his most memorable highlight to the game was uh, was getting in a fight that was quickly ended um, by the Sharks. And so I don't know if uh, obviously Johnson is just holding a spot down until Parisi or Foligno are ready to return, and then at that point there will be some line juggling that uh, that happens as expected. Uh, but at this point, I would make that change and uh, just move Victor Rask off that top line, see if that does anything to uh, to jolt Kaprizov and Zuccarello um, into uh, to being a little bit more active uh, offensively because... I mean, at this point, if you are combining Kaprizov and Zuccarello and they take one combined shot, that's that's not enough. You, you've got to do something to uh, to jolt them offensively. And so I, I say, Dean, give it a shot. The worst that happens is it doesn't work, and then you just go back to what you were doing. The best that could happen is you maybe find another combination that will work uh, if you need to tweak uh, later in the season. So that's, that's I guess, what I would do 
um, with these lines is just just subtle tweaks just to see if you can uh, can get something going uh, between uh, those few guys that have have kind of fallen off the pace a little bit here over the uh, the last couple of games so those those are the changes I would make and uh, I guess we'll see what Dean does uh, ahead of tonight's game against the sharks which we will talk about coming up next. But first, I want to talk to you a little bit about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. The NFL might not be here yet, but Major League Baseball is on the way, the NBA and the NHL are in full swing, and we've reached the Final Four in the NCAA tournament. Plus, if you're not the biggest sports fan, BetOnline.ag even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They keep you up to date with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline.ag is you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head over to BetOnline.ag on your computer or your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline.ag your online sportsbook experts. Be a waiver wire winner with daily fantasy hockey advice from Lockdown Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long dynasty and DFS leagues. Follow the Lockdown Fantasy Hockey podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. The task at hand for the Wild tonight is another game against the San Jose Sharks. The Wilds coming off of a 4-3 shootout loss. Now, some things that will need to be fixed heading into tonight's game is obviously the sense of urgency. The Wilds came out of the gate flat, and despite that, they were able to uh, find themselves with a 2-1 lead after the first period. They came out in the second period, looked much better through the first 10 or 12 minutes of the game. However, we're not able to put any uh, any shots in the net. The uh, the Sharks ended up tying it, then taking the lead in the third. Wild got the uh, tying goal from Kevin Fiala. They went winless in the faceoff circle in overtime, which is not something that I honestly thought was possible. And yet here we are, um, winless in overtime in the face-off circle, and I know I touched on this yesterday, but if we're going with the theme of things that need to improve, uh, the Wild were outshot 39-25. They also were just 41.5% winners in the face-off circle, winning 22, while the Sharks won 31. Now, the Wild did kill penalty, just one in the game, and so that's, um, for one prevented them from having to go on the power play, which we we all know by now is uh, is a journey um, for this team. Anytime they uh, have the man advantage, for whatever reason, they just seem to not be able to do anything with those uh, opportunities. The penalty kill, though, got their job done, but uh, it, it really it came down to just a listless overtime period. Uh, and in the shootout, I mean, the Wild did what they had to do, uh, went down the line, and uh, 
they they had a couple of players that were able to uh, to get some shootout goals, but they just ultimately uh, could not withstand the Eric Carlson slap shot from right in front of Cam Talbot to uh, give the game to the Sharks. Now, with the fact that the Wild play tonight and then they play tomorrow night against the Vegas Golden Knights, Capo Kakinen is getting one of these starts. It's going to be interesting for me to see if Dean Evason decides to go back to Talbot to kind of try to bounce him back after uh, after that first game against the Sharks, or if he gives him a rest and lets him go fresh against Vegas and gives Capo the uh, the start here this evening. Um, at the time that this is recording, looking through the uh, the tea leaves, not uh, not seeing any updates as to. Uh, who the uh, the Wild are going with, but that uh, info I would imagine will be uh, going uh, will will be divulged here throughout the day as the Wild practice and uh, and get ready for uh, tonight's game. So, if I had to guess, I would say you go with Capo here. Give Talbot a chance to kind of clear his head and gear up for uh, for tomorrow night's game against the Vegas Golden Knights. But I've been wrong before, so it's certainly possible that uh, that Talbot gets the bounce back start here tonight um, against the Sharks. So what I'd like to see from the Wild tonight, as mentioned, a little bit more of a sense of urgency. They just they look like they've been kind of playing with tired legs here uh, over the uh, the past few games, and especially on the road, they're o three and one in their last four road games. So a little bit more of a sense of urgency, push the pace early, and uh, and make the uh, the sharks be the ones that uh, that have to adjust and uh, and try to match that tempo uh, throughout the course of the rest of the game. Um, some faceoff wins would be nice, and uh, honestly, just I want to see more shots from the guys that should be taking them, which uh, includes Kevin Fiala, who had two shots on goal. Um, Kirill Kaprizov's got to have more than one. Matt Zuccarello should have uh, a, at least a couple. Um, and, you know, guys like Jordan Greenway and Jewel Erickson Eck, uh, I'd like to see more shots from them. Greenway finished with four. Jewel Erickson Eck had zero, although he did have one of the filthiest assists you'll see uh, in the uh, the game against the Sharks. But just getting back to making sure that the guys that should be are the focal point offensively and uh, pushing the pace, trying to uh, to play with a little bit more of a sense of urgency. Those are the things that I'd like to see from the Wilds tonight uh, in uh, trying to trying to get the win and salvage the split here before uh, taking on the Golden Knights for their uh, final, uh, for their next two games, I should say. There's still plenty of season left, but uh, those next two games against the Golden Knights after tonight will be some big ones, to say the least. Uh, Wild still in third. They have 44 points. Colorado has 48. They are in second. And then the Golden Knights, of course, with 49 points uh, are in first place. So the Wild still have six points on St. Louis. So enough of a cushion there between third and fourth, but still, still have to be careful that uh, if the Blues get hot, that uh, they could uh, vault into third, and then all of a sudden you're in a scenario 
where you're having to basically hang on and try to uh, try to stay above that uh, that playoff line every game uh, the rest of the way. We don't want that. We want uh, we want the Wild to be in and uh, and not have to sweat that on a daily basis. So 9.30 start tonight uh, for the Wild as they try to get back on track after that 4-3 shootout loss to the Sharks on Monday night. And I think that is going to wrap it up here for today's edition of Locked on Wild. Of course, as we did after the uh, the Wilds game against the Sharks on Monday, we will play overreaction or not. Um, depending on how things go for the Wilds, we could have a lot to talk about there. We could have uh, very little uh, if the Wilds uh, play well, but we'll play overreaction or not um, after the uh, the Wilds play tonight on tomorrow's show. And, uh, of course, we'll take a look at the Vegas Golden Knights, who are uh, next to uh, play the Wild after that. Of course, you can connect with me on social media if you'd like to uh, to chat with me during the game. Uh, I tend to be pretty active on Twitter, so uh, you can follow me at Seth Topes. Uh, make sure to, uh, to follow uh, me throughout the game at uh, both my Twitter account and, of course, at Locked on Wild as well. Make sure to follow this podcast on your favorite podcast app and you'll get the latest Locked On Wild as soon as it's available each day. And make sure to go check out Locked On Sharks for uh, the latest updates on the San Jose Sharks ahead of tonight's game as well. That's it for Locked On Wild for today. Have a great rest of your day. We'll be back tomorrow.